Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 40% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com awards. Only at Sleep Number stores or sleepnumber.com. Greetings, listener dear, I'm Tom. I'm Ben. And I am Matthew, and welcome to another exciting episode of Flatshare Slamdown. Ho, 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 the flagship. It's a good one as well. It's a cracker. Um, very, very exciting. We'll get on to what the, that episode in a second, but we should just say that a, a massive thank you to everybody who's already bought tickets for um, the Christmas show. It's completely sold out. It's sold out in less than 24 hours, um, which I, I couldn't believe unprecedented it was like being harry styles <laughs> it was it's very much like that it's not the exact same thing it was like being harry styles you put your tickets on sale and boom they're gone i can't believe my watermelon sugar here <laughs> i tell you what because of all of this unprecedented demand maybe yeah. we should do a christmas show uh next christmas as well do you know what You've heard it here first, guys. <laughs> oh, that's, that's the way we work. We're doing that's huge. We we we're not going to put tickets on sale just yet for the Christmas 2023 show, but hand on heart, we're all going to we, we're going to do it, guys. It's going to happen. So, uh, uh, what we are trying to do though is we're trying to work out because obviously you can't get tickets anymore. We're trying to work out a way of live streaming it. So mm. um, that yes. is that is. Does that mean I'll uh, be able to do it from my house? If you want to like, yeah. <laughs> okay. Okay, in, I'm into it. Back in the shed. We'll just stick a laptop in front of a microphone. It'll be great. Yeah. Um, yeah, you could you can do it from you can do it from your, from your house. Uh, I'm I'm enjoying the the chance to get out into Soho. So yeah. I'll be doing it from uh, the Pizza Express around the corner. <laughs> Very nice. Very, Very nice. nice. Bit, bit, of bit of jazz in the background. Bit of Christmas jazz. Lovely. Lovely bit of Christmas jazz. So, um, so yeah, watch this space. We'll put it in, the, obviously, we'll put the details in one of the uh, the main feed episodes. Uh, or you can, of course, uh, follow us on Twitter or Instagram. Pappy's tweets on Twitter, Pappy's comedy on Instagram. That is where we post about that kind of thing. And, uh, yeah, so hopefully in the next week or so, tickets for the live stream should be available. Uh, so watch out for that um but now let's get into the let's get into the episode this was such a fun one uh it was jen ives and will duggan and we had oh it was it was a corker <laughs> <laughs> it was wasn't it you can just yeah it was lovely memories flooding back for tom there they just it was a wonderful time and i'll tell you as well this is something to look forward to as you listen to it i would say one of the argiest bargiest um uh beefs we've ever had Yes, from our uh, from our, our our lovely front row audience members. Uh, I won't say any more, but um, a spicy beef. It was great. I really enjoyed it. It was a real pepper army. It was a real <laughs> yeah. It was a bit of an animal. Um, but right, let's <laughs> let's crack on with it. Uh, enjoy it, folks, and we will see you on the other side. Tom, what is it, Matthew? Hey, what is 
you slippery little devil. You are slippery. <laughs> you are slippery. I certainly am. I've greased my entire body up. Thank you. <laughs> now, I just dropped my, I dropped my teacup in surprise. <laughs> I, a mad time to do it. It's not even the winter yet, but I've already sewn myself into my underwear. Listen, that aside, I need to write my memoirs. Oh. So one of you... A short story? <laughs> not a bad title. It's a good title, actually. Not a bad title Very for you. title. <laughs> Love it. But one of you chumps has got to find me a pen. Oh, oh yeah! Whoa. That's the challenge oh, this the week. Age old sure. Oh, it's not going to be me, me. It's not going to be me, me. Not be me, me. Oh, it's right. going to be you, you. Okay. <laughs> what about no, you, you, Tom? Uh, oh, uh, <laughs> show the difference between me and a pen. Yeah, what's the difference between you and a pen, Clark? Yeah, I'd love to know. A pen can write. Oh, <laughs> no. <laughs> oh, no. Clarky, that's broken my tiny heart. <laughs> that's been the first of my short stories. <laughs> Tom, Tom, what about you? Oh, what? it's not going to be me, Matthew. I had a terrible time with pens. I want to tell you all about it. Please about do. Ten years ago, I, invite, I, <laughs> I invented this incredible device. Oh, yeah. Life-changing device. It was, it, was, it was a pair of them. They were side by side. And what they'd do is they'd sift out all your old biros for you. All I wanted to do was build this invention. I remortgaged my house, I sold my car, but in the end, it was too expensive. It was too expensive. It was too expensive. It was too expensive. Yeah. <laughs> Two devices that sift out your old biros. Yeah, yeah. Uh, for it's the at-home listener, the audience are on their feet. <laughs> Walking out as well. <laughs> There's only one way to settle this. We're going to have to have a flash. Flatchest Landau, the panel show that says, I think I did it again. I made you believe we're more than just friends. Oh, baby, it might seem like a crush, but it doesn't mean that I'm serious. Cause to lose all my pens, well, that's just so typically me. Oh, baby, baby, oops, I sure need a pen. I played with your heart, now I've lost my pen. Oh, baby, baby, oops, you think I'm in love that I've sent from above. I'm not a man with a pen. I'm the host of Landlord, Matthew Crosby. Yay! Let's meet my pen pals, Tom Parry and Benedict Clark. Oh! But you can't find a pen on your own, lads. Whoa, who have you brought with you to rummage around in our desk drawers tonight? Ben. I've brought my stepsister. It's Jen I. Jen I. Happy to be here. Happy to have you here, Jen. <laughs> it's really good. Now, what kind of a person are you to live with? What kind of a, of a housemate, flatmate are you? I'm sort of like one of those housemates that kind of uh, stays in their room for a very, very long time. Oh, yes. A hermit. <laughs> An incel? An in, uh, a fem cell, they call it. A fem it. cell. Yeah. <laughs> in the business, I believe. A fem cell. And what are you doing in there? That's the question everyone's asking. What's going on behind that door, behind that closed door? Jeez, what aren't they doing in there? That's <laughs> <laughs> Does it make you quite a popular housemate? Are people like, 
she's a dream. We don't yeah, they're like, where's there. the rent? <laughs> 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 Very popular, yeah. I'm just there, you know, communing with the bed bugs. <laughs> just... Oh, yeah, you were, you were telling me this before we started. I hope this is not, I mean, you, you, you've brought no, it up. No, I, so I, I did bring it up, you, yeah. You've, you've, you're currently dealing with an infestation. Oh. Not in your room. No, not in my Jen, room. Jen, a famously clean person. Not in your room, but in your housemate's room that is the, the landlord's refusing to deal with. Well, no, it's not in my housemate's room either. It's in, like, the communal area. Oh, so they're everybody's bedbugs. Yeah. <laughs> bedbugs for all! <laughs> they're more You've like got a bed in your sitting room. It's a, it's a pull-out bed. Oh. <laughs> they're pull-out bedbugs. <laughs> 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 but they're definitely here. Yeah. Very bad at breeding, though. <laughs> <laughs> Very droll, guys. Very droll. <laughs> really droll, actually. They find a way. They find a way. So what's uh, what's the what's the situation? How are you going to how are you going to deal with these bed bugs? What's going to? I'm going to move out. Yeah. You've <laughs> <laughs> been run out of the place, haven't you? Well, my landlady, she's not. I was on the phone to her today and she's not very keen to get rid of them. She thinks I brought them in from Edinburgh, even though we had them before Edinburgh. Right. Uh, Are they paying more rent than you guys? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it's that thing, you know, when you move in somewhere and there's already someone there, you sort of have to kind of adapt to their rules. Yeah. <laughs> it's that sort of thing. So it's that thing of you're not trapped in there with them, they're trapped in there with... We have to leave. They yeah. complained about us yeah. first. And yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you're being evicted, the bed bugs are getting yeah. the rule the roost. Yeah. Well, I can only... Uh, I, I was going to apologise that. It's nothing to do with me. <laughs> <laughs> that's my story. Oh, that's, that's, the game away. that's my story and I'm sticking to it. I sold you that pull-out bed in good faith. That was, <laughs> was completely clean when I found it in the street. Anyway, uh, who have you brought with you this week, Tom? Matthew, terrible news. The jamboree's in danger. No. No. Yes, a big closing ceremony. We need to do a huge spectacle. So I've brought someone who wears huge spectacles. <laughs> My stunt double, Will Duggan. Oh, Will yeah. Duggan is here. Yeah. <laughs> now, Will, yes. what kind of a person are you to live with? Reasonable. Yeah. Uh, also, uh, I... So I, I really like this podcast. I listened to it. While Jen was talking, I forgot I was on it. And when you, <laughs> when you looked at it, it was like, oh, shit, I've got to do something. Uh, I am, I'm fine to live with. I think I'm reasonably neutral. Yeah. But I do, I, I think I can, I just find existing quite a chore. Okay. You don't and sound I, that reasonable. <laughs> no. no. <laughs> so, you know, like when you're living with someone. Yes. And you do all the laundry. Oh, yeah. And then two days later... It's back. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. I find that very, very hard to deal with. Yeah, it's what, tough. They're wearing clothes. Yeah, but, you know, you, you just exist for a day, and then hoovering needs to be done, and there's washing up, and I just find it unreasonable yeah. to my reasonableness. You know? Yeah. I just want, I think, if we all just sit in stasis, not shedding our skin follicles. So you want to be cryogenically frozen? <laughs> Ideally, yeah. yeah be really nice, yeah. The perfect flat share. You cry gently, freeze yourself, and then that's... I mean, that is uh, the end of most of your problems, isn't it? You know the start of Alien? Yes, of When they're all asleep? Yeah, yeah, in the pods. Dream yeah. flat share that for me. <laughs> Hyperspace, very fast, no one's talking, delicious. I was thinking more like Han Solo, and you could just hang you on the wall. Oh, yeah, yeah. but when he's... That's Will. Yeah. <laughs> do, 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 do. Would you be listening? Would you hear? Or would you be... Well, I can... Like, oh, you're in a coma. Like, like, screaming inside. Ah! Wake me up! Inside! <laughs> Can we Sim go? Simon! <laughs> it's not often in 2022 someone has an Evanescence job, no. but, 
but I did enjoy it. Whoa. Really? Surprised myself there. It's good. It's a real blast from the, blast from the past. What are your thoughts on Papa Roach, mate? <laughs> Don't get him started. Uh, Jen lives with him. Yeah. <laughs> I love Papa Roach. <laughs> Do you have a little paparoche? No, that's not. That's, 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 that's we could do a paparoche karaoke session, but we'll do that after the show. Uh, that's, Pappy Roach. Well, pa- Pappy Roach. It's a good idea, that actually. A one-off special. A, a one-off special, where we <laughs> we perform the songs of Papa Roach. We could, you know, we could we could get two dwindling fan bases together. <laughs> Listen, we, ha- we have met our guests, but let's get straight to the ballpoint and play round one. When you used me before Cross the T's and dot the I's. <laughs> you chewed on my butter. I don't really know why. And you didn't put my lid on <laughs> when you were riding to your girl. You just took me in your backpack. Don't put me in your backpack Cause I've just leave I'm your viral I've covered every little bit I've fucked up your gym assumed you put those in in post no 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 <laughs> now we play them here for the audience just to sit watching us listening to the thing that we've done yeah it's, it's, it's why was Morrissey singing <laughs> <laughs> have you ever um, like shown someone like a YouTube video that you think is really good but then because <laughs> <laughs> you're terrified it's like everyone look like, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah 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 they're sort of going, how much longer has it got? Oh, yeah, another 20 seconds. I can probably handle that, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they go, the second verse, I'm leaving. So the first round is called Pen Name and Teller. I'm going to give you the name of a book, the author's name, and its plot, and I would like you to give us three plots, one of which is real, the other two you've made up on the spot. Your opponents will have to guess which is the real storyline. Two points if they get it right, two points if they, uh, if they don't. 
I mean, two points to the other, the other team. <laughs> It's a really high stakes game. <laughs> I tell you what, I'm in a generous mood tonight. Two points, whatever happens. Okay. Great. So that is four points to you guys. Four points to you guys. On with round two. Okay. Yeah. Here, here we go. Here we go. Uh, Tom, you are up first. Right. Now, Tom, your novel, I can tell you, is Feast by Graham Masterton. Okay. Feast by Graham Masterton. Uh, there's the real plot. You've got that there. Now, Ben and Jen, listen carefully. Only one is real. Let's have three plots for Feast by Graham Masterton. Feast by Graham Masterton. Um, the plot is a restaurant critic finds out an exclusive restaurant is serving mice as its main dishes. Ooh. Feast. Feast. <laughs> Feast. Feast by Graham Masterton. A restaurant critic finds out that an exclusive restaurant is serving old people as its main dishes. Feast. Feast by Graham Graham Masterton. Masterton. Feast by Graham Masterton. A a restaurant critic finds out an exclusive restaurant is serving children as its main dishes. What a copper. Oh, yeah. What the hell? Yeah. He's absolutely done you a kipper there, and yeah. I'm delighted. Yeah. Kippers so, wasn't one of the answers, I should say. <laughs> Remember, it's mice, old people, and kids. Right. Mice, old What are you thinking? Children. What's more likely? I don't, I don't think it's... I don't, I, I don't think it's mice or two-y. I think the other's... <laughs> Ratatouille was in his head, and that, that came out. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right. It was but the, that could have been based on this. Is, is Ratatouille an adaptation of Feast by Graham Masters? <laughs> Well, what would what would be more, a more compelling read to you, the consumption of old people or the consumption of children? I might go back to mice, actually. <laughs> <laughs> uh, old, old people would be no good. Chewy. Chewy. Yeah. Yeah. Tough. <laughs> Grumpy. <laughs> I, I, sure. Well aged. Okay, yeah. <laughs> yeah. They're not still alive. Yeah. Oh. Okay. And they've, uh, been, they, <laughs> and they've been slow cooked overnight. Oh. But it's called feast, and a feast signifies a lot of food. That's true. And I think old people, as chewy as they are, there's more of them than children. There are fucking loads of them. And mice. Don't even get me, <laughs> don't even get me started on mice. <laughs> yeah, that's Famously right. small. <laughs> yeah, okay. So are we going with children? It's a bit grim, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go with the kids. You're locking in kids. The kids. Okay. <laughs> the kids are all right. On toast. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Feast by Graham Masterton. A restaurant critic finds out an exclusive restaurant is serving children. Yeah. 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 It's the more likely yeah. scenario. Come on. There we go. Now, next up. Anyone tempted to read it? Yeah. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> well, there we go. Selling copies afterwards. <laughs> so, Jen, your novel is Taken by the Lightning Bolt by Colt Alcove. Let's hear three plots, please. Tom and Will, which one rings your bell? Okay, so a Greek man um, is captured by the god Zeus. I've heard of Yeah. That's a Greek man. He's captured by the god Zeus and he has to become his aide on Mount Olympus. And that is Taken by the Lightning Bolt by Colt Alcove. Uh, one Colt Alcove's a good name. It's isn't a great it? name, yeah. yeah. It's a lot better than Taken by the Lightning Bolt, which is, to be fair, <laughs> a dog shit name for a book. Yeah. <laughs> you should have just called it Colt Alcove wrote this. 
by Colt Alcove. <laughs> Colt Alcove, you're welcome. Uh, taken by the lightning bolt by Colt Alcove is one man's erotic escapades with a model of a horse he has built from metal for sexual purposes. We're all picturing the horse, aren't we? <laughs> that ain't a conventional saddle. <laughs> Do look this gift horse in the mouth. <laughs> Sex. <laughs> And finally, Taken by the Lightning Bolt by Colt Alcove is a memoir about one man's experience uh, with the second Metallica album, Ride the Lightning. Okay. So, three very plausible plots there from Jen. Two and a half. (laughs) (laughs) Two and a half stars for Colt Alcove's. Which one? Right. Which one are you, are you feeling drawn towards? I think Taken by the Lightning Bolt is too literal, right? Taken yeah. by Zeus. Yeah. I think the second one is almost the plot of the play Equus. And I think Colt Alcove sounds like someone who's into Metallica. I do, I do think that if Metallica one's real, Colt Alcove has a lot of explaining to do. Because it's a weird title for a terrible book, if that's the case. <laughs> I think it's horse sex. What's the name of the... <laughs> what's, what's the name of That's the, the name of your memoir, isn't it? <laughs> what's, the, what's the name of the second Metallica album again? Ride uh, the Lightning. Ride the Lightning. So I guess the question we have to ask ourselves is, how into Metallica is Jen? Do you think she knows that that's the second Metallica album? Yes, I think, think she she's does. a big Metallica fan? I, I think she does, yeah. I've, having spent time in a car with Jen... The music is just far too angry. Okay. <laughs> That's good. Just that put the libertines on and enjoy yourself like everyone else. Uh, okay, I, I like that. Yeah, I, I, think, I, think, I think you're right with Zeus. It's two root one. Jen we is. all sang to Metronomy in that car. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it, it was just after the fifth song that started. <laughs> give me a break. In that case. I think it's uh, horse sex. Horse sex, please. Jen. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah, it was. It was horse oh! sex! <laughs> Alcove, you pervert! <laughs> Classic Alcove. Of course, by the rules of the game, two points for each team there. <laughs> Will. Thank you, sir. This is for you. Your novel is The Bear Comes Home by Rafi Zabor. Rafi Zabor. Rafi Zabor. Good name. Can we hear three versions of what that book might be about? Ben and Jen, which one is real? And let's have one of them be sex with a bear, please. (laughs) (laughs) The Bear Comes Home by Rafi Zabor. A story of one bear's journey back over the Arctic after a thawing winter. By Rafi Zabor. The Bear Comes Home by Rafi Zabor. A restaurant critic finds out that a <laughs> Let's serve in mice, baby. <laughs> or The Bear Comes Home by Rafi Zabor. It's um, you know, it's the story of <laughs> <laughs> You know. It's very simply. You fucked it. You've got it. It's the story of ride the lightning, man. Ride the you lightning. know, it's the story of a saxophone playing bear and his journey to become a successful jazz musician. Very simply, no more questions. Okay. Is it a double bluff? I though? think so. I reckon it's number three. 
Don't be dumb. dumb. (laughs) 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 What? What? Talk. Talk us through. So, talk us through Will's uh, Will's answers there. So we started off with uh, a bear travelling. Back through the Alps, through, was it? Was through it, the Arctic. Through the Arctic after a thawing winter. Well, the, thing, the first one is the one that he read eloquently. Confidently. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the second one... Oh, he was playing us for fools there, wasn't yeah, he? Yeah. An absolute chump. Imagine <laughs> if it was, though. <laughs> wow. Well, oh. But the, but the thing is, like, him. I have spent time with him in a flat, and he's a wily guy. But because also he is stupid. Ah. ah. <laughs> right. <laughs> I would go for num- I would say the first one is probably the correct one. But if you want to risk it, I'm happy to. I've got no stakes in this. <laughs> Everyone's getting two points, guys. It doesn't really matter. Um, Clarky, will you risk it for a biscuit? What are you going to go for we'll go, there? We'll go with. I'll, I'll back Jen. Let's go with number one. You're yeah. back in Jen. I'm will. a wily little boy. It's a saxophone playing bear. Whoa! And it's just music. That is how we play. Fucking do it! I told you it was Wiley. <laughs> okay, now. Is Rafi Gabor related to Charles Rafi Gabor? Honest like question. To, you'd like to hope so, wouldn't you? You'd like to hope so, yeah. So is that a kid's book, then? Um, it, it, it's Zabor, not Gabor. Then Thank you, you so much for stalling for me, but I can't open the envelope. <laughs> also, and I don't want to lower the tone of this podcast, yeah. I have got a semi after that. <laughs> <laughs> I've never been happier with myself. <laughs> That's the end of part one, everybody. <laughs> no part two. We've run out of time. Uh, Clarky. Yes. Hello. Clarky, mate. Uh, the Butterfly Kid by Chester Anderson. Yes. A little kid. Oh, yeah. <laughs> In a cocoon. Oh. Hatches into a butterfly. Yeah. And then gets caught. And... Hung up in a museum. Oh. I appreciate that you're trying to do the double bluff as well, but I don't know. (laughs) (laughs) It was a tripler. It's too soon. (laughs) The Butterfly Kid by Chester Anderson. Aliens arrive in 1960s America and supply the hippies with drugs (laughs) that makes their LSD trips become real. Oh, sounds like a good. I hope it's that one. Good plot. The Butterfly Kid (laughs) by Chester Anderson. A boy gets lost in the desert and digs the biggest hole that's ever been dug. (laughs) (laughs) It's a good plot. It's a good plot. It's a good plot. (laughs) Just one hole in it. Guys, you've got to get on with the droll stuff, I'm telling you. Have you learned the word droll today? (laughs) My wife asked me last week, she went, what does it mean? And I said, I don't know. (laughs) I don't know, but I definitely am it. (laughs) Right, so what do you think, Tom, Will, we've heard three sort of stuttered responses to the idea. One is as a boy in a cocoon hatches into a butterfly, hung up in a museum. The other one is uh, hippies and uh, they're getting drugs from aliens. And then the other one was a boy going to the desert, the butterfly kid, and digging the biggest hole anyone's ever dug. What's your gut? My gut's really strong on this one. Is yours? 
One. Two. Ooh. Oh. This is exciting. Oh. Well, because I can't believe you're not going, not going for the big hole, guy. <laughs> <laughs> Isn't that fucking insane? Crucially, they don't dig, do they, butterflies? But, and also, the plot of the third plot is the plot of the book Holes by Louis Sacker. No, this is Hole. <laughs> it's, the, it's the prequel. It's one yeah. hole. <laughs> it's very, it's, you like it, Tom, it's very whole. It's very whole. Uh, why do you think two? Because I think one, just because the butterfly kid makes no sense for the aliens so, giving the LSD. Hang on, it's, it's, yeah, but that's like, the butterfly kid, it's the story about a kid who's a butterfly. Mm. Are you kidding it's me? It's two on the nose. It's right on the nose? Yeah. That's how books are. Like, like Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets is about, about a lad called Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets. Yeah, there's a reason I didn't pick Harry Potter and the Chamber of Secrets, Will. But that's how books are. There's two big reasons, actually, yeah. But yes, you're right. Some titles are utterly descriptive. That is a reason why it could be that one. Yes, that's true. I think the author, the author isn't part of this game. They just wrote a book. Chester. Chester. Chester, yeah. What is a Wuthering height? What's the name of the author, please? <laughs> we'll come back to that question. <laughs> In the interval. Uh, <laughs> it's Chester Anderson. Chester Anderson is yeah. like, he sounds like a, you know, Scientology bloke who's oh. gone into war. You know, he's, he'd write that book. Yeah. yeah. Do you know what? I, as your guest here, I'm ceding to you. Which gendered with Clarkey, no. and it fucked him over. <laughs> Let's go with my, I, I, I think, I feel it. Yeah? Yeah, I think it's LSD aliens, definitely. <laughs> Clarky. It's the fucking LSD aliens. It's oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. I love it, I love it. I love teamwork so much. Yeah, one of the guys imagines butterflies and they all become real and the New York gets infested with butterflies. It's that kind of caper, that's what's going on there. Right, but he's so, not a kid though. I think a kid in the sense of like he's a young person as opposed to one of the old <laughs> stiffs. He's a young hippie, you know. Cool. Sure. I mean, I've not, I've not read it. <laughs> Speaking of young stiffs, you want to know what he's done to Will Semi? <laughs> Absolutely nothing. Remaining. <laughs> so, producer Emma, please tell us the story of tonight by giving us the scores. Everyone's got two. No. Uh, t- <laughs> uh, Tom and Will have six. Ben and Jen, two. So, Tom, uh, yes, why not? I've let you down. Tom and Will, you're in the lead. Ben and Jen, trailing behind. But that's no reason to think that life's a bit and then you buy a row. There's still everything to play for in part two. See you after this. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewellery from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need it fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. Hey there, it's Michelle Norris. I'm host of a podcast called Your Mama's Kitchen. When I travel, I'm usually looking for a way to find a taste of home when I'm not at home. And one of the things I love to do when I am at home is entertain. And Airbnb allows me to do that. When I was in California recently, I rented a house that had a great kitchen. And when we were sitting around the table, we're all thinking, we're in someone else's house. Someone could be in all of our homes as well. If you have a home, but you're not always at home, 
you have an Airbnb. Your home might be worth more than you think. Find out how much at airbnb.com slash host. Welcome back to Flatshare Slamdown. Before the break, well... Tom and Will, we're in the lead. That hasn't changed, and neither has my yen for a pen. So let's pop the lid off and play round two. It's flat games. Games. Let's play together. Games. Let's play forever. Roll the dice, spin that thing. Put that there. Do as you're told. Games. If you lose, you get nothing. Games. If you win, you get gold. 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 Oh. Listen to that. Listen eh? to that. Very exciting. Oh. Put us on, Challenge TV! <laughs> oh. <laughs> this week we're playing our version of Blankety Blank, which we're calling Lankety Mank. It writes itself. It writes itself, Tom. <laughs> I would like each player to sing about a famous tall person to the tune of a song by a popular Manchester band. <laughs> Blankety of course, Mank. of course, it writes itself. Your teammate has to guess about whom you're singing. Two points for a correct guess. If you get it wrong, it's two points as always. Uh, <laughs> 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 I'm in a generous mood tonight, guys. I can tell you that. Um, so it's a tall person you're singing about. I should just clarify um, what I consider a tall person. Anyone over five seven. That's what I'm saying. <laughs> Anyway, yes, as always, points for uh, tunefulness and uh, extra points for our kid. So, Ben, (laughs) Ben, you are up first. Fuck. I'd like you to sing about this swizzle stick that I've given you there to the tune of Moving On Up by M People. Jen, who's he singing about? DJ Corsham, spin the platters that matter. Look at my beak, look at my legs, look at my feathers, I'm very yellow, I'm very tall, I'm a big damn bird. Whoa, 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 Hideous, hideous, hideous. I had it before he said that. Of course we, of course you did, of course you did. No, she didn't. Right, I'll give, you, I'll give you a different tall, tall person now. Yeah, that's yeah. fair, actually. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, cheating It is... was going so well. It wasn't. <laughs> For Ben, that was going well. I don't think Ben's ever heard M people. <laughs> <laughs> it was Emu, right? <laughs> Before I take the points away, no, it's not Emu. I know. Of course. Being silly. Well... <laughs> Can we end this silliness right now? Because we're not here to have fun. Right. Two points. Clarky. <laughs> Two points for both of Yeah. Uh, Clarky. Yeah. You've got a new tall person. Okay. It's uh, still moving on up. Yeah. And ironically, she's Heather Small. Can you... <laughs> very droll. In the future, can you, shout, can you shout very droll when I do something like that? Don't give them that power, Tom. <laughs> You'll regret that. Right. Clarky. Yes. You're ready. Yeah. DJ Caution. Spin it. Look at my hat. Look at my beard. I'm not a big 
I'm not a big bird. I was a president and I am a strong man. Oh, look at me. Here I go. And now I'm emancipated. The slaves and I also did. Oh. Moving on up, you began. <laughs> Sang over the middle eight there, Clarky. I'm not good. <laughs> Wonderful song there, of course. Yeah. Lovely. <laughs> you brought the audience to the absolute verge of applause there, Clarky. And <laughs> <laughs> Jen Ives, who was Clarky singing about there? What famously tall person was Clarky singing about? That was my favourite American president. Donald Abraham Lincoln. <laughs> <laughs> it was Abraham Lincoln. Nice. Uh, so, Clarky, what are we going to give Clarky out, out, out of two? Out of two. No, out of ten. <laughs> out of ten for uh, for tunefulness and performance. I think it's got to be because of the full start. I'm giving you six. I'm giving no, you six I, out of ten, Clarky. A lovely. Uh, I I know I know I know tough, but but there we go. Right, Will, you yes. are up now. Thank you. There you go. Your, your anthem is, of course, Don't Look Back in Anger. But Tom, which Lankenstein's monster is Will on about? DJ Caution, come on, you know. performance straight away I'm giving you 10 out of 10 for that loved it loved it absolutely loved it that's very generous I'm in a generous mood yeah no you're fucking not the bar <laughs> I gave you a second bite of the cherry I could have disqualified the bar you. was very low yeah Hagrid it's Hagrid is the correct answer Jen you are going to be uh, favouring us with back for good Speaking of Barlow, uh, by take oh, that. Oh, that. By take that. Stuff. Very droll. Very droll. 
But Ben, which Everest shamer is Jen singing about? DJ Caution, take us right back. It's okay that I'm standing on this. I had some snozzberries and I ate them. Oh, yeah. And then Steven Spielberg made a version of my life on film. Oh, yeah. It's a lovely kind of time where everybody came to my world. Oh, yeah. Whatever I said, whatever I did, I didn't mean it. I just want some strawberries. That's enough for us. Uh, I used to be a book, and it, this is the worst time of my life. I can't sing. I'm a big man. No, you got to do the whole song. <laughs> Oh, Jen yeah. Ives, everybody. Jen Ives. Don't oh, stop. <laughs> that was my moment. That was, that was incredibly, yeah. incredibly real, that performance. Incredibly real. Uh, I'm going to give you eight out of ten for the singing. Beautiful. Absolutely beautiful. But Clarky, who was Jen singing about? I would say the BFG. It was the BFG. Yeah. Come on. <laughs> Tom. Yes. Finally, get us weeping with a bit of Lovell Terrace Apart by Joy Division. Oh. A huge song for sure, but which cloud headbutter is Tom singing about? Will, that's for you to discern. Oh, D- yeah. DJ Corsham, tear this mother apart. Sporting career, well it just did not last So I decided to move into the world of podcasts Yes! I had a lot of fun with girls, yes most of them I fancy Until the one I met and married was a woman called Abby Clancy I dance, I dance like a robot I talk with people quite a lot I advertise for betting companies and have a reputation as a bit of a Follow it. Uh, uh, allegedly. <laughs> so, for those of you listening at home, if you wondered why the song stopped abruptly, just stop singing. <laughs> <laughs> just, uh, just stop singing. That's all he fancied singing there. So, Tom, what do I give you for that? Probably a smacked bottom. <laughs> Up until it got us into hot water, I would say it was a beautiful <laughs> rendition. I'm going to give you a 9 out of 10. Lovely, 9 out of 10. <laughs> but 
to get those elusive extra points, Will. I was I was really worried that um, people were going to kick off this episode because Jen got the snozberries and snozcumbers mixed up from two oh, Valdal jokes. Oh, I, I you thought, were really I thought, worried, were you? No, well, I just want to point it out now. I thought, <laughs> I thought, oh, you're going to get some real tweets about that, and then he calls Peter Crouch a. You're not going to believe it. The actual answer was Tom Parry. <laughs> <laughs> Six foot two, baby. <laughs> Your sporting career never quite took off. <laughs> Domo Arigato, Mr. Roboto. Yeah, Peter Crouch. It was Peter Crouch. I'm, oh, I shouldn't say that, should I? But you, <laughs> it wasn't Peter Crouch. You, uh, you loved that she was called Heather Small. Peter Crouch, mate. Yeah? Yeah, two small I, names. I, it, yeah, very droll. <laughs> so producer Emma in your tallest voice possible please what has that done to the scores how do tall people talk very good yeah, yeah, that's that's it. It. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, the tallest voice I can manage um, <laughs> it's very good <laughs> actually. I don't know how tall people sound um, they're, they're always posh aren't they tall people are they tall am I bloody posh okay <laughs> tall um, Ben and Jen have 20 Tom and Will, 29. Oh. Okay. We're doing all right. From tall folk to the tall order of bringing justice to the lawless world of cohabiting, it's time for Beef Brothers. Well, if you've got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you've got a problem, call it a beef. If you've got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Yes, it's Beef Brothers, where each week we ask our panellists to sort out a flat share based beef. And today's one comes from Georgia, who's in the audience. Hey, Georgia. Hi. How are you doing? Very well, thank you. Okay, now, this is what Georgia's written here. My partner has moved in and does not stop eating. <laughs> we go out for a meal, and he's still hungry to eat another full two meals. <laughs> <laughs> the old full two meals that everyone... <laughs> Two full meals, please. <laughs> so, Ben and Jen, you are on Georgia's side. Tom and Will, you are on the side. Now, um, what's, the, what's your husband's name? What's your partner's name, sorry? Dan. Dan. Now, Dan, you're here. The hungry boy himself is here. <laughs> Tom and Will, you are on Dan's side. Couple of big hungry boys. Couple of big defending, <laughs> defending a hungry boy. Couple of two full meals over there. Two full meals there. Right, now... <laughs> Before That's the name of our sketch act, isn't it? The two full meals. <laughs> How we do that? <laughs> yeah. Dan's on board as well. <laughs> right. Any, any questions you'd like? We'll have a cross-examination. Any questions? We'll start with Georgia. Any questions for Georgia? Either side. Now, Ben and Jen, you're on Georgia's side. Uh, Tom and Will, you're on, on Dan's side. Any questions for Georgia? Does he, does he eat the meal? At, like, does he go home and then eat more meals? Yeah. So we've been out to restaurants before... Nice restaurants, you know, where there's loads of food on the menu that he likes, and we end up at McDonald's or KFC, or he gets home and still is hungry. So you're going not going to like a fancy kind of like nouveau cuisine type thing that's only served no, in a small portion. We're talking about decent sized portions, decent big Bella Italia style yep. portions. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. You still have to go. You still have to go and get a, a Zinger burger and a Happy Meal yeah. afterwards. <laughs> It, it's not just that. It's uh, we went to the theatre the other day, and he ended up having a fillet tower burger. At the theatre, 
two mini burgers, wings, and fillets as well. That, that, is, that is bang out of order. Basically, about six different meals off the KFC menu. Is it Morgan Spurlock you're Which going to Some sort of big experiment. I should also mention that you can do this in about 10 minutes, 10, 15 minutes as well. So, what's your beef then? <laughs> Have you seen it? Take it very long. It it costs a fortune. Who's paying for it? Who's paying? I, I'll pay for that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it depends. It depends. What about the the food at home? Like. Is he preparing a lot of meals for himself? Absolutely, yeah. Yeah. Are you have you got like a YouTube channel or something? You're like <laughs> you're doing one of those competitive eating things. He should. Yeah, get some monetization, mm. get some f- income coming in. Are you feeling like overlooked? Does he pay you attention? does the food get <laughs> <laughs> is, is it woman versus food? It <laughs> is. It really is. Like do you feel not like you're you're not his main focus when the, once the food's there. I open the door when he comes home and it's straight to the kitchen. Is the fridge the only thing he's eating out? <laughs> oh. T- Tom. Tom. Very droll. Very, droll. Very, very droll. too droll. He's being droll. Far very, too droll. Very droll. droll up here. Sex. <laughs> Serious question, have you taken him to the doctors? I haven't, no, not yet. Because there's a thing called worms that sometimes people get. Thank you for that, I will take you up on that offer. I'll, I'll get him checked out. I'm not offering. Jen's gonna check down for worms afterwards. <laughs> Sorry, Jen, you offered. Wouldn't be the first what? time. I mean, I've got a very active job. Yeah, that's, that was my next question. What's, yeah. what's your job? I'm a carpenter. So I build lofts. Jesus didn't need that much. Couple of lows. Bread and wine. Fine. Bread and wine. Famously very good at portion control. Yeah. <laughs> Five fish, two loaves. Yeah. I'm at it. <laughs> Bit of water on a sponge. <laughs> now I skip out lunch. I skip out lunch. Oh, fuck so. off. <laughs> oh, Dan, I've got a question, mate. What about lunch? <laughs> nothing. Nothing? Yeah. So I do that as well. Like... it's nothing. I have no breakfast either. So... So? so you're making up for it <laughs> <in> the evening. <laughs> what the fuck are you? Well, but that's not... That's not I, I, I do that sometimes. Sometimes I'll get up and I'll go, oh, I haven't had breakfast today. I'm going to have a Domino's pizza. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, I do do that Whatever too, gets yeah. you through the day. <laughs> Skip straight to dinner. So can you talk us through? So, so an average day means you wake up. I wake up. You don't have any. You don't have anything at all in the morning. At least he wakes up. Go straight. <laughs> it's always touching. Six thirty. Six thirty. I wake up in the morning. Okay. She makes me a coffee to go to work. Okay. Yeah. I go to work full day. Work. You can prepare all that don't, food, but you can't make your own coffee. <laughs> <laughs> so, well. He's a hungry lad. What do you what do, do for his food? job? I work for a technology firm, so yeah. I work from home most of the time. She starts at oh, 8 30, 9 o'clock. I'll be honest, mate, I want you to win, but you're coming across quite unlikable. So no, I'm sure I'm sure you do do the cooking. Talk so you so you, you, you skip lunch, you're you're working, you're you're yeah, I work the full day, I don't stop. You're doing your carpentry, you're doing you're doing your, your, your joinery. On the way home, are you eating anything on the way home? Are you 
It's stopping off in a... If, if, if I have a chocolate bar, that's about it. Sure, so chocolate bar, and that's it. So all you've had that up to that point, say yeah. six, maybe seven o'clock, you've, all you've had in the day is a coffee and a chocolate bar. Yeah. And sometimes a chicken burger and chicken wings. Oh, oh we, we all yeah. do that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, right. Yeah, right. <laughs> what, what if you're trying, trying to say this to make yourself sound a little bit? <laughs> <laughs> what have you had today so far? <laughs> How long have you got? Still no. Well, got home, had carbonara, and then that was the first meal. That was that was the first meal. That was three three portions of carbonara. Yes, no, it wasn't. Anyway, no, it was two. It was two. It weren't three. It was it was it was two. Okay, two two. It was a carpenter's two. And then we shared we shared online chicken wings when we got here. Yeah, yeah. Shares a little share. <laughs> you got the bones. <laughs> okay, so, you, so you've had you've had two two carbonaras. Where are you going after this? Chicken wings. <laughs> well, maybe McDonald's. Yeah. <laughs> you know, uh, Have you considered breaking up? <laughs> we've only just gotten together. I don't see a future. In Where? <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Will, it's not that kind of podcast. It is that kind of podcast. It's <laughs> okay. No, I, I think you both seem very, very lovely, and I, I, I'll, I'll come with you to uh, get happy with you after this. But, uh, <laughs> but, but we do need to, we do need to solve this. Any further questions before we carry on? Any questions for for, for Dan or for Georgia? Yeah, Dan. Are there any foods that you don't like? Oh, is there? <laughs> <laughs> Leave him. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> what, what what doesn't he like, Georgia? There is such long a list. I have to keep the list on my phone. <laughs> to keep the list. I'm not that bad. I'm not that bad. Go on. Give, have, give, you, have you got the list? Down. Have you got the list on your get phone? The, get the list down. That's what it means. <laughs> I want to see the list. I think it's important evidence. Would to you be mind? Considered. Would you mind doing it to two M people's uh, moving on up? <laughs> I'm out of here. Go, go on. Let's. Uh, I, can I see the list? Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Just... <laughs> Oh, this is no. terrible. <laughs> okay. Thank you. Let's have a look. Let's have a look. Oh, that doesn't... Talk us through. It literally is a list. It says Dan's no list. <laughs> uh, tomatoes, salad. Those are separate. <laughs> They're separate. They're separate. Don't try and trick me. Uh, what, have the protein? Yeah. Mashed potatoes, but you're all right with other types of potatoes. Oh, I was... I was tortured with mashed potatoes. Tell us more. <laughs> I, I, I used to go and see my father and he used to put a plate of mashed potatoes probably about that big on my plate three times a week. And I thought, no, not for me. <laughs> There's something potatoes. you're leaving out. No, no, seriously. <laughs> I, was, uh, I was forced to eat it. Kidney beans and others apart from baked. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm supposed to be against it, but I'm on him. I'm, I'm on his side. doesn't like being baked. We should say for the for the listener at home, he's eight years old. <laughs> I I just like the distinction. So so kidney beans and others apart from baked, and then straight after that, beans. <laughs> Is that like runner beans sort of thing? Yeah. 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 Oh, well, I eat runner beans. Pickles. Here's a, here's a crazy one. Chips. Oh, oh. No, all sort of potatoes, that. apart from roasted. But you go in McDonald's all the time. Well, you don't like chips. I don't know. I don't eat. The, I don't eat the chips. Hash don't brown. eat them. You have a hash brown? Hash brown. Yeah. Whatever. That's it's not got onion brown. in it. It's got onion in it. It's like a big chip. <laughs> Bit of a mix, you know. So if you put something in the mash, yeah. you would probably be all right with well, it. Well, I don't know. Sausage. 
Mustard? I won't even go near. I won't even go near Mash. It's turned into off menu. Pumpernubs on bread. And then we have got three more. We have got three left. Do you want to hear them? Yeah. Goat's cheese. The weirdest. Thank you. Brussels sprouts. I mean, who eats someone voted Who eats them? And ricotta. ricotta. Thank you. No one expected to close out with ricotta, but I mean, I mean, oh, look, shit, sorry, you've got a text there. Sorry, that's a Tinder match. <laughs> <laughs> sorry. Right, hopefully that is enough information for our teams to make their cases. I feel like, I feel like we, we do have to move on. So without further, without further ado... That wasn't I'm even the round. <laughs> Without further ado, I'm going to call upon Jen to make the case for the prosecution. You have a minute oh, yeah. starting. Oh, yeah, you've got, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> got a minute. Remember, you are on uh, Georgia's side starting now. OK, well, I mean, it's clear from the list, I think, that Georgia is uh, trying her best every day. Um, she's being eaten out of house and home like old Mother Hubbard. Uh, but young... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and um, yeah, what's his name again? Dan. Dan. Sorry that it's not as memorable as Jesus. <laughs> um, <laughs> Dan's making a lot of excuses for himself. I think he's got a problem, uh, possibly a tapeworm. <laughs> I, 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 feel, I feel good energy from the two. I think you're going to have a long and happy life together. I think no. you just need to deal with your culinary situation. Um, how long have I, oh God, I've got eight seconds left, what can I say? Um, I just think she's like a nice person. I, I get sincerity from her. I get devious lies from him, I think. <laughs> yeah. this, these are only the meals we know about. I guess. <laughs> well, Jen Ives, everybody. Jen Ives there. <laughs> Opening the case. For the prosecution, very compelling, uh, very com especially compelling uh, summation at the end there. Uh, Will, you're going to open the case for the defence. Your minute starts now. In uh, one of literature's greatest exponents, um, Oliver Twist, the, the boy says, may I have some more? And the man says, no. More, he says, and he's the bad guy. That is essentially what Georgia is. Uh, a workhouse-owning slave master. Uh, I just think that for, if Dan is hungry and wants to eat, who are we to stop him? We heard earlier that he had several meals before going to the theater. And I know it's very odd to not be full after Mamma Mia. But um, <laughs> if he's eating, that is his issue, his cholesterol, his early heart attack and death. <laughs> it is not any business of yours. If the man needs to eat, then let him eat. Also, on a side note, break up. You don't like each other. <laughs> <laughs> right, Will Duggan, everybody. Will Duggan. Okay. Georgia, Dan, how do you think it's going so far? D Dan, I'll start with you. I know who's sleeping on the sofa. Not definitely what? you. Not yeah. me. <laughs> He's sleeping in the kitchen, mate. 
Okay, let's um, let's move on to the prosecution. Ben. Hello. Ben, now you're going to conclude the case for the prosecution. Of course I will. You have exactly a minute. Remember now, you are on Georgia's side and your minute starts now. Well, I too would like to go to one of the literary greats, um, the very hungry caterpillar. <laughs> that, that bloody rascal. He ate and he ate and he ate. And what happened? He turned into a chrysalis. And then he turned into a butterfly boy. <laughs> and got hung in a museum. <laughs> so I think we've all learned a lesson there. And I don't know what that lesson is. <laughs> the prosecution is gonna have a nap. <laughs> ben Clark, everybody, Benedict Clark. Well, all that remains is for the defence to state their case. Now, Tom, will you, will you be doing this as yourself? No, I'm going to do it in the style of a, a, a John Grisham uh, defence lawyer from oh, the right. Deep South, Mr Fanshawe Standen. Fanshawe Standen presiding and providing. <laughs> Your minute, should you need it, begins now. Ladies and gentlemen of the jury, hell, I can see a lot of you local folk out there with furrowed brows, confused faces, them dead lawyers there from the big city. Coming down here using big fancy words, caterpillars. What? <laughs> Call it a green worm and move on. <laughs> a lot of talk here today about these literary classic works of art. I recognize some of you from the chapel on Sunday. Only one book round here that stands the test of time. Written by Dr. God himself. <laughs> Old Bible book. <laughs> Might not escape your notice that there happens to be a carpenter in that there Bible book. Went by the name of Dr. Jesus God. <laughs> Oh, I never read that book myself, but my mama told me about it every night. You'll remember the parable of Jesus H. Christ, the Dr. Carpenter, and the man with the tapeworm. <laughs> he arrives off the hill, tired of his day. Walks into town, man with a tapeworm. <laughs> Jesus says, I got this. He takes a stool, puts it round the back of the man with the tapeworm. Pops a little Mars bar on the stool. <laughs> One of those little boys, you know, from the little, like, Christmas time. Or as he calls it, his birthday. <laughs> Pops the Mars bar right there by the man's entrance. Tapeworm comes out, or takes off the wrapper, eats the Mars bar, back in he goes. <laughs> Next day, Jesus goes back, puts the stool there, takes out a Mars bar from one of those selection boxes, pops it on the stool, tapeworm comes out, takes off the wrapper, eats the Mars bar, back in he goes. Third day, Jesus loved doing things on the third day. <laughs> goes back into town, takes the stool, puts it in the back entrance, pops in what? a little... <laughs> Pops, pops on the stool, 
little tiny Mars bar from a box of celebrations. <laughs> Tapeworm comes out, looks at it, and says, Hey, this Mars bar's getting shorter. And Jesus hits it on the head, <laughs> pulls the tapeworm out, and the man's cured. <laughs> That's the way my mama used to tell it. You can't have too much of a good thing. <laughs> the defense rests, you oh. <laughs> Now, obviously, I can't make the decision myself. Uh, judge not, lest ye be judged. I think the words of Dr. Jesus God himself. <laughs> so, <laughs> so instead, I'm calling upon our live Phoenix audience to make the call. So if you think Jen and Ben, and therefore Georgia, is in the right, I'd like you to applaud now. <laughs> oh, my goodness. Oh, Danny boy. You're late tonight, Danny boy. You're late tonight. The semi's back. <laughs> but if you think Will and Fanshawe and therefore Dan have the best case, please applaud now. <laughs> Hungry boys. This is OJ all over again. <laughs> is orange juice on your list of no's? <laughs> Georgia, how do you feel about the results? I know where I'm going. I'm fine. Not sure where Dan's going. <laughs> KFC, mate. <laughs> <laughs> the Colonel's spoken. Right, thank you. Thank you very much to uh, Georgia and Dan. Huge round of applause to Georgia and Dan there. But it is time to put pedal to the metal and hurl headfirst into the roadblock of the quick fire round jingle. <laughs> This is the quick fire round It's the round that goes really quickly Which is why it's always quite amusing that it has a long introduction it has a long introduction When it should go really quick Some think that should be quick But really lasts a long time It's like this jingle Belongs in the films of Christopher Nolan <laughs> The time-bending Christopher Nolan The most overrated director in the world If this was in the Christopher Nolan film Interstellar It would start but They've would been then so long go on 40 years And then everyone listening to it would be really old Spoiler alert. And then Matthew McConaughey would turn into a child and meet his daughter, who's his nan. <laughs> or if it was in the Christopher Nolan film Tenet, 
This jingle would start forwards, but then go backwards in a really shit way, which would mean it'd start... Start sounding like that, and people would all shit their pants. And say that it's a work of genius Instead of being overblown shite Well anyway, you get the gist This jingle is like a Christopher Nolan film It plays with the idea of time and space the only difference is this jingle is actually quite good. <laughs> We're better than Nolan. Unlike the work of Christopher Nolan. <laughs> Except for the prestige. <laughs> anyway, it's time to get on with yes indeed this this is the quickfire round and as our show is all about pens this round is called penmanship every answer is a word that's made up of shorter words like the word penmanship I'll give you two or three questions the answers of which when strung together will give you the final answer I will only award points for the final composite word. But you can come in early if you think you know the full word. Instead of buzzers, I'd like to shout out your first names. Ben and Jen, let's hear yours. Ben. Jen. Tom and Will. Tom. It's Will. Off we go. Scientifically known as H2O. And a type of fruit whose varieties include honeydew and cantaloupe. Will. I think it was just Ben there. Hmm. Watermelon. Is correct. The entrance to a house... Tom. Dormice. I'm afraid you're locked out. Oh. Idiot. And another name for a penis. Doorknob. Jen. It's correct. Doorknob. <laughs> another name for a pig. And what you do with a flannel. Tom. Tom. Hogwash. It's correct. Oh, like oh I thought it was okay. sow rub. <laughs> <laughs> The eye of Sauron. <laughs> Jumping on one leg. And Will. Will. Hopscotch. Is correct. Oh, you fucker. <laughs> the sound a hotel reception bell makes. Jen. Jen. Dingbat. Is not correct. Oh. Ben. Sauron. <laughs> Two points to both teams. <laughs> the sound a hotel reception bell makes and the fifth letter of the alphabet. Will. Will. Dingy. Dingy is correct. The sound a hotel reception bell makes and the seventh letter of the alphabet. Will. Dingy. Is correct. The dingy. Dingy. Okay. Yeah, it's a bit of a dingy flat I'm living in. It's got all bed bugs in it. <laughs> 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 the sound the hotel reception bell makes and the 15th letter of the alphabet. Will. Will. Dinky. 
No. Oh, um, sorry. I was He's not allowed the alphabet. It's the Cyrillic alphabet I was doing. Oh, well, in which case, two points for both teams. Uh, <laughs> it was, of course, Dingo. A name for a tumble-down log cabin. And a long and distinct period in history. Tom. Tom. Her hips don't lie. Shakira, Shakira. Shakira, Shakira. Oh, I was thinking, what's a shacky on? <laughs> oh, I get it. Uh, <laughs> the opposite of then. And the first letter of the alphabet. Ben. Now, eh? Is that a word, Ben? <laughs> Could be. You're locked out. Ah, you fucker. And there are 365 of these in a standard year. A will nowadays. It's correct. Where you buy stuff in a shop. Didn't know there was going to be a threer. Ah. Where you buy stuff in a shop. And till death do us part. (laughs) (laughs) It's a swing, Matt, but. (laughs) It's not what I've got written down here, I'm afraid. I'll have the points, though. Yeah, of course. (laughs) Two to each team. Yes. Where you buy stuff in a shop and a thing you use to tell time. And Eric Morecambe's double act partner. Tom, if till clockwise is a word, <laughs> say it. <laughs> it's Tilda Swinton everywhere. Tilda Swinton is the answer. No, it's, it's counterclockwise. Counterclockwise is the answer. Oh. The, opposite, the opposite of in and the name of Jim Morrison's band... Jen. Jen. No, wait, there's more, isn't there? There is. There's going to be more. Uh-oh. Uh, well, I have to, do I have to guess? You can guess, but there's going to be more. <laughs> okay. So it's outdoors... Toilet? <laughs> <laughs> You're locked out of the game. The opposite of Vin and the name of Jim Morrison's band... And Tom. The... Outdoors, brackets, the great. <laughs> it's not what I've got here. You're locked out of the game. The opposite of in... And the name of Jim Morrison's band, and another name for a human male. Will. And, yes, go so on. I don't think it's oh. till clockwise. I think it's probably outdoorsman. You're locked out of the game. How? That's right. Ooh. He's still going. And. Oh. Outdoors gents. <laughs> Clarky, it's on you. Something you're sailing. Outdoormanship? I'm afraid you didn't shout out your name. (laughs) (laughs) Of course he gets the point, of course he gets the point. That is the end of the round. And the end of the game. So before we find out the final scores, Jen and Will, anything to plug? Jen, where can people find you? Um, uh, On Twitter. Sure. (laughs) Yeah. Do you want to give us the handle? Oh, yeah. Uh, At Jen Ives Comedian. Jenna's comedian. Are you doing? Are you doing your your show out and about? No. No. Okay. Fair enough. <laughs> Stop doing comedy. Fair enough. Uh, Will, what about you? Um, I will be in most of your kitchens at about four a.m. Also, oh, I wish you a lovely, happy life together. I feel very bad for my <laughs> previous statements. Uh, yeah, you can find me on Twitter at Will Duggan. You can find me on uh, Instagram at Will underscore Doug because an estate agent got in before me. Um, <laughs> you can't find me on TikTok because I'm 35. Uh, 
other than that, you know, just around. Just you just around about, yeah. Yeah, come yeah. and say hi unless I look busy. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to everyone here for watching. As always, check out our Patreon, patreon.com forward slash Pappy's Flatshare. Like, subscribe, rate and review our podcast or just tweet recommending the podcast to your friends. So. Oh, sorry, you... I've got one of them. Oh, have you? What, a, a Pappy's Patreon? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All of our money goes to Jen. It's, it's, <laughs> it's my name, Jen Ives. You can give me money if you like. <laughs> Chuck Jen a few quid, for goodness sake. So, producer Emma, let's hear those final scores. Everyone got two. No, uh... <laughs> so, we've got Ben and Jen at 29. Tom and Will at 42. Oh, my goodness! <laughs> so... Ben and Jen have to find a pen while Tom and Will have to drive me to A&E. It's actually my EpiPen I've lost. I've got severe anaphylactic shock. My face looks like a punched sofa cushion. Thanks to our guests, Jen Ives and Will Duggan. We've been Pappies. See you next time on Flatshare Slamdown. Pappies Flatshare Slamdown featured Matthew Crosby, Ben Clark and Tom Perry's special guests, Will Duggan and Jen Ives. It was advised by Pappies and Ben Walker. Take that to us by Emma Corsham. Of course, Glenn Reese Davis is produced by Precaution. Big thanks to everyone at the Phoenix, to all the wonderful folks who came here today to watch the show, to you at home for listening. Pappy's Flash Air Standard is a secret news production to ACAS and the internet. Cheers, everyone. Bye! And here we are seeing you on the other side. We'll never be the same again, any of us. Hello from the other side. And, and in many ways, goodbye from the other side. Um, thanks for listening, folks. It was a treat to do the recording, and um, if you like what we do, and you want to support us, and you want more of what we do, then you can have both of those things by going to patreon.com forward slash, I'm going to say pappies, flat share. Sounds good. Yeah, pappies flat share, that's the whole yeah. thing. Yeah, 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 yeah. Go to that, and um, <laughs> hop, on, hop on board our Patreon. If you're for £4 a month, you get a, a bonus podcast episode every single week, every Thursday. Uh, you get a load of hidden footage and surprises. <laughs> you hidden footage? Yeah, you get some hidden footage. Is it a Blair Witch Project kind of situation going on? You yeah. have to join oh, the Patreon Halloween to see. Specials. You'll have um, to join the Patreon to see. Thanks to all the new Patreon subscribers who joined. Because also, as well, what we should say is you get uh, early uh, and, and discounted tickets to our shows. So loads of people join the Patreon just to get the Christmas tickets. And loads of people join the Patreon uh, a, a tiny bit too late. So... Um, uh, apologies to those people but I hope you stick around I hope you enjoy it because it really is a wonderful a wonderful wonderful place to be totally um, patreon.com forward slash pappy's flat share um, yeah and again like I say follow us on Twitter follow us on Instagram we're uh, we're updating on what's happening in our world over there uh, so if you're looking for when, when the live feed stream is going to be available that will be where it is at um, okay that was almost a sentence wasn't it that'll do <laughs> <laughs> um, today's today's episode was produced by Emma Caution Caution cheers everyone bye 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 <laughs> 
Oh, hello everybody and welcome today. It's the Patriot Neighborhood Watch Roll Call. Oh, what can I say? Be upstanding, be sitting, but never be quitting. It's the Patriot <laughs> Neighborhood Watch Roll Call. <laughs> 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 Oh, I was sailing in the Titanic and hit an iceberg. Drowning was my good friend, Fred Winniebird. It's going to be a sad song now, isn't it? Oh, keep your chin up, he said as he went. And we all danced all night until we were spent. Oh, <laughs> He was one of the people who um, <laughs> he just he just hopped overboard before he hit the iceberg, didn't he? He, just, he was one of the first to drown. Was Fred? <laughs> he was like, I don't know the, like the look of that iceberg. Oh, it it the way. In the water. Yes, sadly he was supposed to be steering the boat. <laughs> anyway, anyway. Fred disappeared under the water. He screamed, a lifeboat's what I need. But it was women and children first, and so on hopped Jessica Speed. Well, who was dressed as an iceberg? Yes, this absolute villain. He sacked the ship himself. Yes, it was Dylan. Fred slipped under the icy water that night, and everyone waved goodbye. Everyone was having a really sad old time But Fred, he had a good old laugh He was growing gills He became a fish and lived under the water with thrills He lived with lots of fish, including a... Clubbered types of fish discovered by my friend Dan Gibbard. <laughs> why are you making it Clubbard if you're making a name? Why are you making... No one would have believed it. No one would have believed a Glibbard. <laughs> Anyway. Oh, swimming around under the ocean, he met the little mermaid. He also met Ursula and said, I am afraid. She's a scary witch type person and she's an octopus too. And I don't want to get covered in her ink, that wouldn't do. So what I'll do is I'll be a friend to all the creatures under the sea. And I will have a lovely time and they'll say cheers to me. Yes, my name is Fred Winneberg, I don't know if you know. Oh, but I fell into the water and I grew some gills. Whoa, whoa! <laughs> Let me tell you now, if I may and if I might, I also befriended another undersea creature. His name is Oliver Knight. I've been under the ocean now for quite many years. Uh, it has always been one of my biggest fears. Now I'm. <laughs> Now I'm suddenly reduced to nothing but bones. Oh, what a sad tale it is of Lawrence Jones. Oh, fish bones for sale, fish bones for sale. I met the market with fish bones for sale. Here comes the baker who lives at the mill. Will you buy some fish bones and give them to Alison Gill? Yes, I. Yes, he will. Fish bones for everyone. Huzzah! Hooray! The Titanic's been saved! <laughs> <laughs>
Well, that concludes today's <laughs> Patreon <laughs> Neighbourhood Watch. Roll call! <laughs> a lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.